Testing. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Drifting Prime, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. I know uh, it's been a while. Sorry about that. I uh, actually recorded this episode over a month ago. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but I just want to give you guys a couple updates, what's going on in, you know, my life, my car, and all that fun stuff. Uh, what are we at? I hope everyone's doing well, first and foremost. Um, looks like we're finally seeing some, some, or I don't know if we're seeing it or if we're getting used to the new normal or if we're getting back to normal. Um, outside of that, you know, I do saw, apologies for the late release of this episode. I've actually gotten super swamped since the recording. Um, the night we recorded, I just, for some reason, I decided not to, you know, publish it that exact night. And normally I do. And for whatever reason, we are now here over a month later, now barely publishing it. I don't even remember which day we recorded this, actually. Um, I do know that the guests, who I'll announce in a minute, uh, the guests just had his birthday pass this week sometime, and I can't remember which day. Um, but again, I apologize. Anyways, um, I've gotten super swamped at work, so... I've been a little busy. I've actually been able to pay off some credit card debt and all that fun stuff. So it's been good. And then I've actually gotten a lot of work done on the car. Um, for a while, I wasn't feeling it. You know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows how that feels from time to time. You just, you know, you can go for a month or two, just not be in the mood to work on things. And then it's like, oh, it's crunch time. And that's where we're at now. Uh, I wanted the car done by September 7th because as of September 7th is actually the day I blew the clutch in the car and kind of when everything went to shit and it doesn't look like that's going to happen um I just kind of prepped it tonight for paint uh I sprayed the last little bit of primer on some of the raw metal that needed no that's wrong there's one more piece in the front I just realized and so I'll do that. I'll go get some in the morning and paint that. Um, so I will be spraying it tomorrow. Today, what, Friday the 21st. So I'll be spraying it the 22nd, which is tomorrow of August. And then start putting this thing back together. I'm really, really excited to get back in the driver's seat and kind of focus on driving right now. Um, just so everyone knows, I just got a call from Nick. Um, the gentleman, I, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. Uh, the gentleman that runs Vegas drift. And as you know, I did sign up for the pro two shootout, which was supposed to be October, the weekend of October 25th. And he called me yesterday to let, was it yesterday or the day before? Either way, he called me this week to let me know that, um, Las Vegas speedway actually told them like, they're going to have to cancel the event, uh, just because of the way Nevada's state guidelines are right now as far as like the pandemic is going so uh that was cool uh you know usually we just get an email but you know the little personal touch of a phone call and actually he had covid he was telling me too uh he was just getting over covid and all that fun not so fun stuff rather um but yeah so there will be no shootout in october it is postponed it is not canceled that's very clear um it is postponed until further notice I know it. some people, like, expect an answer as to when. That's not how 
this virus seems to be working. So uh, when they know, I'm pretty sure they're going to let us know. But, you know, I, I definitely don't see it happening in 2020. Um, it's probably going to be next year. Actually, more than likely going to be next year. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. But which is kind of good for me, uh, you know, personally, because at least I can get some seat time now and all that fun stuff. And uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, after I had David on from Finish Line Factory, I spoke with him. And now listeners of this podcast, Drifting Pro-Am, get 5% off of everything, their entire cart, off of finishlinefactory.com. Go on the website, put all this fun stuff in your cart that you want, that you need. And when you're done, add the coupon code DRIFTINGPROAM, all one word, no spaces, and you go ahead and you apply. And you save 5%. Um, another thing, I did get another sponsor recently. That is RZ Wheels. Um, this is a new wheel company. This, there's a lot of things to say, uh, but it is just getting off the ground right now. Um, so the website is being built, you know, as we speak from my understanding, um, the owner of the wheel, the wheel company is Rico Zhang. Uh, really cool dude. And I, I honestly, I don't even know how I landed this. I, I don't. So don't ask me weird questions that I don't have answers to. Um, but for some reason he and I were talking and he decided, Hey man, do you want these wheels? And I was like, I would love those fucking things. Cause they are bitching. I'm, I'm very, very big on five spoke wheels. I love them to death actually. Um, but moving on, um, anyways, this week's guest or this episode's guest rather is Ryan Dowden. Ryan Dowden is out of Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm, I hope I didn't pronounce that wrong. And I hope I didn't say the wrong city. He might be like somewhere next to Shreveport or is it Shreveport? However you pronounce it. Uh, drives an, excuse me, drives an FRS with a turbo. Uh, it's actually a, a fairly stock vehicle. Like it doesn't even have a cage or anything like that. And he competed in clutch kickers, which is the reason I brought him on Uh long story short. Um, I've, I've brought up Jan Alino in the past and he is actually, um, a mutual friend of ours. Jan is from Shreveport from my understanding and he's the one that passed away last March in 2019. Um, he's the one that actually helped me get this car going. You know, like, unfortunately, he passed away. He and I never had a chance to meet in person, but we were actually on, like, the Cadillac Facebook group, uh, the whole CTS group. And he uh, was really funny. Um, I, I do remember that. And uh, we, he and I had, like, a similar sense of humor, so we got along real well. And unfortunately, he never got to see the car done. And I'm hoping that I'm not an afterlife person. But if he's seeing it, I hope you like it, man. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. And I do apologize again for being so late on this episode. It's I've just been so swamped with life and stuff like that. So um, anyways, thank you guys for listening to the show. I hope you enjoy it. And we will be moving forward with new episodes soon. Um, I just took a little break. Give me a little bit more time to finish this car and we'll be back to normal. I promise. Anyways, you guys enjoy yourself and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening.
What's going on, bud? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good. How about you? Not too bad. Give me one. Uh, okay. I am just figuring everything out with my life. Uh, sorry, man. It's, my computer decided to be all weird, so I restarted it, and it takes forever because it's brand new. Uh, when I no worries at all. Which makes me feel good. Audio good and everything. Yeah, we're actually golden on the audio part. Okay, uh, cool. Anyways, man, uh, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, no. Actually, haven't haven't met really or talked, but uh, I'm Ryan. Yeah, I know, right, Gerald? We know we we, yeah. know, we had a mutual friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Um. So. It, anyways, uh, you're on here because you drift, and you've been competing yes. recently. Yeah, the uh, Clutch Kickers 100K series. And how did you like it? Oh, it was man, it was fantastic. Just like the facility and just the way how smooth everything runs. Oh, really? It was just it was the best experience that that I ever had drifting. You know? Oh, sweet. If you wanna... like just getting a chance to, huh? Go ahead. Uh, just a, just getting a chance to like compete with just that level of drivers was just it was really dreams like for me you know yeah just really it's a big challenge you know just test it really tests you out as a driver yeah i bet um if you want to actually introduce yourself real quick um and all that fun stuff what you drive you already mentioned where you're driving okay uh i'm ryan dowden i drift a uh 2013 boosted frs it's uh, set up right now. It's at about 10 pounds. We're just keeping it kind of a reliable setup because this is our fourth engine we've gone through. Uh, last year, we were actually drifting it stock for a long time, just a little bit of angle, just cut knuckles and stuff. But this year, we're going, or we have uh, the FDF Mantis uh, angle kit. Mm. And it just, man, it, it changed the car drastically. I mean, it, it feels fantastic and then with the boost added to that we're on uh like, like i said 10 pounds so maybe butt dino says around 300 wheel horsepower it's on uh ignite e85 as well uh 1050 cc injectors or the 485 walbro and then a couple supporting mods and stuff like that we got the clutch uh act six puck mm -hmm. with drive shaft shop uh one piece aluminum drive shaft and then the axles Oh. And then we got full-blown motorsports, oil cooler, and catch can set up, and mm -hmm. also a head gasket and ARP head studs just to keep everything alive, you know? Yeah, that little piece of insurance. Yeah, exactly, especially yeah. with Subarus, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to ask you that because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, those engines ain't cheap. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, well, I recently come across one in a junkyard for a thousand dollars, so that that really saved our life last year. Oh shit! Yeah, w wait. What do you? Yeah. What's the normal retail on them? Or at least they're they're I'd resale say around three k. Even on like on a resale, from I'd say three like k maybe. Jesus, but I I, I wouldn't pay over fifteen hundred bucks. That's just me personally. Like that makes I, sense. I had a built Crawford block uh, in twenty eighteen, and just it chewed rod bearings within like eight events maybe oh shit okay. so just got rod knock just tore the block apart and i just didn't want to get over invested in this so i just threw the old setup back on the stock engine and just let her eat and it's doing pretty good right now uh haven't had really any failures 
still running healthy, but we're also on 10 pounds, like I said. So just trying to keep it very, very reliable setup so we're not just going through engines because I'm not buying any more of these. After after this one goes, we're doing a swap. Yeah, I was going to ask you what would be the swap if you <clears> were to ever swap it. Uh, I'm actually watching Siki's video right now on their uh, kit for an LS. An LS. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been entertaining that idea. I, I can't say that I'm exactly like a real V8 fan. I love them, but I, I like I like boosted inline sixes. I mean, ideally, I'd like to go 2J, but I've just heard like weight, you know, all that weight up front. It just it changes the feel of the car drastically, and just LS keeps it as close as it can with the distribution, just weight wise. Yeah. Because uh, I have same I have similar weight distribution issues. Um, yeah. I don't. I wonder what that would be. Uh, would you do like a rear mount radiator and all that fun stuff? Yeah, uh, eventually down the line. Like if I didn't have to at first, you know, just yeah. kind of get the car set up, dialed in. But that is the end goal, just full, you know, like pro car type setup. I don't really mind. This car is not daily or anything like that. It's just a track car. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was gonna ask. If you were yeah. if you were riding that thing around in town. No, I mean it does have plates, but not really driving a whole lot like like i said it's on ignite so we don't want to we don't want to drive around all the time it's pretty expensive yeah and then uh so you got a big old sticker on the side of your car that says excess horsepower yes sir that is uh actually the con- uh the company that we're sponsored by slightly sponsored by uh that was my buddy jan's old company he yep. actually passed away uh, last year yeah as I know. you know but yeah yeah he was, uh, he was my partial so- sponsor too yeah. I, I brought it up on here before. Um, yeah. And you still work yeah. with them, though, right? Uh, working with uh, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Humphrey. Uh, he, he actually kind of he, he took over afterwards after Jan had passed, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not like it used to be, but it's still, you know, maintaining. Yeah. Uh, he's actually got a pretty sweet LS-powered car, too. Oh, yeah, the twin-turbo Chevelle. <laughs> yeah, that thing's nuts. Oh, that thing is gnarly, dude. Is it, are those Chinese turbos, if I'm not mistaken? <laughs> They're on three performance. <laughs> That's the same uh, same thing we're, we're rocking on my car. I got like a 3076R uh, knockoff. As long as basically. it works, man. Exactly. Like, we, we've we've torn the shit out of it, dude, and it, it hadn't done anything. How come like no one's warm. making knockoff superchargers? I, you know, I haven't huh. noticed that, but now that you say it, I can I can really like see where you're coming from there. Yeah, because I, I don't want to redo my heard. exhaust system. Yeah, it was yeah, already expensive enough. That, yeah. yeah, I'd rather yeah, just throw a supercharger yeah. on it. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. It's just a bolt-on. Yeah. You don't have to refab <laughs> yeah. every, your whole life away. All the stuff. Yeah, every, yeah side. Exactly. Oh my lord. Um. So, how did you even get into drifting? Um, there's no really like crazy story or anything like that. It just kind of, it kind of gradually happened. Like I used to have a 92 horsepower O2 Lancer, not a, not like the good, not Evo or nothing, just a Lancer. And I used to whip it on gravel roads, dude, just slanging it front wheel drive car. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like just eventually I, I noticed that like I, I used to watch FD a little bit, but I can't say that I watched like full seasons. I just caught, it caught my attention when I saw it. Yeah, and just eventually kind of got led into it, and I saw the FRS, and I, I was like, I, I gotta have it. So, like an idiot, I went and bought a brand new car, and then started destroying it. But <laughs> uh, that's kind of kind of how it went. It just gradually came. Like I just noticed that I, I love drifting so much, 
and uh, I started doing streets like first, like a retard, but uh, you know, we all do. And eventually, I got talked into going to uh, track. It was three years ago in August, and uh, I just man, it changed me. Like I, I loved it so much. It was just, it was, it was just bliss. Like you know what I mean? It's so calming. Yeah. And just like the the excitement of like linking the track, and finally like feeling out the car and knowing what it's gonna do. Like that's level one. Then you get into tandems with the homies, and it's like, oh my god, mind blown. Yeah. But, but yeah and then uh this is first year of like serious competition i'd say but last year we were in uh full lock drip series and we placed 10th overall and the car wasn't near serious setup i mean it's stock engine stock exhaust with a cut muffler just a uh, good alignment good cool over setup stuff like that um didn't they recently like bring a uh, pro-am to your area as well uh, drift south. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know nothing. Up and coming. We'll we'll see how that goes. You know, COVID kind of knocked everything back. Yeah, unfortunately. But overall, I have faith in drift south. I think what they're doing is great, and they're trying to bring big things. It's just kind of poor timing. Scattered. It, yeah, poor timing. Definitely poor timing. And uh, uh, you know, they. It seems like they're stumbling a little bit. Not to throw any shade at them at all, but uh. Just like events are getting posted super, super like early and just like it's like the event is the next week after they just posted it. Oh, it's just uh, they need to definitely get get the planning structure a little more. Yeah, you know, but yeah. overall, like the track, uh, they got North Track out there. They got a skid pad, and I think they have the world or the country, USA's largest kart track. I'm pretty sure. And it's just so much fun. Like, the seat time out there is amazing. Like, if you're not going out there for pro-am, if you're just going for a fun event, it's a blast. Absolute blast. But I'm excited to see what they do for the pro-am series. That's going to be really cool and great for our area, for sure. Yeah, I love... I actually really like the go-kart tracks. What I don't like about them is the runoff. Like, as soon, if, as soon as you go off track, you're breaking shit. Oh, yeah. From, like, the dirt oh, drop. Yeah, for sure. It's real bad. Yeah, There's for sure. There's no upkeep. Um, but this this track is just I mean uh, I guess it depends I I haven't been over like 350 wheel you know what I'm saying so yeah. I'm not really used to real real high wheel speeds or speeds at all but the track's very fun for sure but yeah I can see what you mean about runoff and stuff like that there's no there's no room for error yeah um so how did it come to how did you end up deciding to do the clutch kickers event I know that you didn't compete too much in the past uh just like being around that caliber of drivers i just feel like it would push me more and more and then get an idea of like how all that really works you know how how they and just like it surprised me how organized they are like we had a uh, we had some contact in our uh top 64 battle 64 people um and the guy busted his uh, drive shafts, and I, I, you know, I just seen smoke, and then it instantly, you know, cuts power. I run into his bash bar, his rear bash bar, and it pushed my wheel back uh, three inches. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I mean, it, it was it was wild, but uh, God, I lost my train of thought. Ah. Anyway, uh, yeah, got into that, and then we had the fifteen minute timeout, and we're so unprepared, like. 
I'm just, I, you know, since it's his his fault, we had the 15 minute timeout, and we have to go over there and fix the car. The wheelbase on one side is pushed three inches back, so I I had to hurry up and figure out what I'm going to do to get the the wheel clearance. So I sucked the caster as far forward as I could, just to make sure that I can go and like they had to say they said I had to go and prove that the car could still drive. You know what I mean? Get yeah. a by run. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, got all that, and then we smashed the hell out of something with a with a um, big ass mallet. Uh, or sledgehammer I actually ripped my hand open somehow on the subframe it, that was pretty bad but finally got the car uh, fixed it was just it was chaotic because I, I wasn't prepared I had a tool bag with all different types of tools just stuffed in it you know I had to pour it out dig through it it was just a mess it definitely it taught me a lot it was a, definitely a, a learning experience competition's a whole do- another animal uh, oh dude it's wild I mean especially when you're like you could win something if you do it right, you know, yeah. then you got a whole bunch of other pressure. You know, these guys want to win just as much as you do. And then they have, you know, their, their teams are just so well organized. Yeah. You know, you see one guy go down like drift HQ boys, you know, big, big respect to them. Like you see one of their guys go down you see all 15 of them hop on the car and just start, you know, banging it out, getting it fixed, getting ready to go. Like, it's like, it's like baby FD out there, dude. It's really, it's really cool. Um, who did you end up driving against? Because I know you did, uh, first, you did a top 64 and a top 32, right? Yeah. First uh, first battle, I'm not sure his name. I think it's Nicholas Rodriguez, uh, Drift Rod on Instagram. And then second battle was Jonathan Naren. And <clears throat> I believe he actually has his Pro 1 license. Not too sure. His, ins- his setup is insane. I'm pretty sure it's a Shelby engine with Magnus Supercharger just probably 800 wheel horsepower just insane setup and we kept up with them pretty well throughout the track the track is a fantastic equalizer like you got guys out there taylor hull for instance i mean you know he pushing yeah. insane power and then you got the stock 350z that's still maintaining you know a good distance respectable distance when you when you like really break down that they're competing you know mm-hmm. but yeah track overall I mean, it's just, it doesn't really matter what you come out there with. As long as the car is dialed in and you're dialed in as a driver, you really got a chance. You really have a fighting chance, you know? That's kind of good to know because that's pretty wild that it's like 10 grand for uh, oh, dude. Their, Insane. their winners. It's and they're split. talking about more. They're talking about more next. Yeah, 20 grand uh, between five people. So it's 10 grand and five grand and 1,500, 500, whatever it is. But, uh, Holy they're talking shit. about more money next year, which is insane to even think about. They're talking about paying uh, if you make it to top 32, is what I heard. And that's just wild to me. Like, How much was uh, was there an entry fee? Yes, it is uh, $400. That's not terrible. Not too bad. And then if you, if you pay for a round, they give you a discount code for the next round that you'll enter. So you get, you get a little break on the next one. And if you pay for the season... I believe it was seventeen fifty. Don't quote me on that, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was. Just overall, it kind of saves you money if you if you bought all five rounds. Yeah, if they're yeah, that saves you what two fifty. That's not bad. Yeah, and then uh, just like their their uh, their sponsors out there, man, you're getting real good deals on some of their products. Like I saw maybe thirty percent off on Cosmos wheels. Like if you uh, if you paid for your entry fee, you can get that off a set of wheels. You know. And That's then some bad. bridge moto stuff and uh, ignite fuel. Maybe I, th- I think I saw 
yeah, it's it's overall clutch kickers are doing great things for drifting in the South for sure. Like they're they're really like they're making noise, you know, hard. Like everybody's talking about them. I mean, they're just like every time I look on their page, I'm like, oh, they probably got two thousand more followers, you know? Yeah. So they're really they're getting some major attention, which is good because then it's more money on the line, and then it's just like you know it's endless what they could do from there if it just keeps escalating, you know, bigger track, whatever, another new track, however they want to do it. You know, yeah, the, the world is their oyster at this point. Yeah, and I've if seen like some right. people be like bitter about the fact that uh, pro you, cars you are know, showing you, up. You get to, that? I'm like, it's, it's racing, ten grand. <laughs> It's it's racing. Like, look at any form of racing. Yeah. You always got the guy with the really nice trailer and, like, money behind him. You yep. know, you can't get mad at that. No. Nope. You can't. You just got to want to win more than he does. You know what I mean? I could agree with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, not all of us have all the money in the world. But exactly. Like Same I here. said, track is, is a great equalizer. You know, there's, there's guys really proving themselves out there against these bigger dogs. And it's like... Wow, I mean, it just really gives you a good point of view on like what what you can like what you can do if you set up right. It can be low budget, it can be high budget, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's who wants to win more, who's going to yeah. drive the hardest. Yeah, and then when there's ten grand on the line, a lot more oh, yeah. people want to win more, so that includes exactly. pro drivers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, so. I don't I don't expect the pro driver list to get any lower than it has been. I, I see it. I, uh, next year, oh my God! Just the the list is going to be insane. I feel like it's going to intimidate p- people even more. Yeah, but I wonder at what point, like, will it have to? Will they have to like have a cutting point, or at least yeah, because anybody series, can you know enter right I mean? now, right? Yeah, anyone can enter. It doesn't matter what you have, but you have to meet spec. Like there is some requirements on there, you know, uh, setup wise. I, I think you can't have any. Uh, any like of the I'm not sure like the systems inside like driver systems in the car oh, to no help with anything. Like, yeah, no driver like ABS aids, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, there's like there's some things that you can and can't have. But what I think that they should do for next year would be really cool is sort of like a street legal series, but not as um, you know, you know, not as serious as Aaron Losey's because you know you have to have a stock engine, and for some guys that kind of sucks. Like you know you got an SR. SR20 boosted uh, 40, and then you got this stock FA20 FRS that just doesn't move out very well. And then yeah. you got a vet pulling up. You know, it just, it really doesn't keep it that, I wouldn't say it's not fair. It's just not too equalized. But if you can keep like a power range and like a, a tire range and just create another series, it'd be really cool. And then, you know, you'd kind of, you'd, feed both animals you you know make everyone happy i don't I don't know but it'd be cool to see more of a grassroots vibe i guess yeah but i'm just trying to see like as to what at what point do they cut it off like meaning um, oh like who they're letting in yeah yeah like fd did like if i'm not mistaken before it was in the early days anybody could show up right yeah yeah i don't know the now whole it's story. really uh yeah now yes it, yeah yeah well, at least when but it yeah, first first started, like during the driver search stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, gotta, I now mean, I got to look up my I history. <laughs> I don't know where they would go with that. But, they, I mean, I, I like the way that's going, and I can understand why people are, are bitter. That's just, you know, they just have to figure out how to, if they can manage two different series like that. You know what I mean? Like, you got you got your bigger section kind of pro-am-ish, where you're getting paid instead of just getting a license or maybe, you know, maybe one day you'll get your license off of that and get paid. I, I, I don't know where they can go with that, but 
I would definitely think another series would be interesting where it's like lower lower level cars. It could be high level drivers, who cares? But lower lower level cars, you know. Yeah, like a cap on the horsepower or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Just, you know, kind of kind of equalize the playing field there. But the track does that on its own also. I just I have to admit that for sure. It's basically a go-kart track, right? It looks pretty small. It is pretty small, but actually these guys are getting into third gear out there. I mean, and they're they're maintaining on throttle, like not letting out. They're gripping up fairly well. The track is very nice. They did very well. Hmm. And those curbs, the curbs actually kind of they push you back into the track. Like uh, I'd say, if those curbs weren't there, I would have dirt dropped quite a few times. Kind of kind of sucks you back in. You would think it'd be the opposite, you know, kind of pull you out once you get over that hump. But and that was at yeah, Emerald was, Gold, uh, Emerald Coast, right? Yeah, Emerald Coast Dragway. I've heard. Uh, I, I thought it was something new, but apparently there used to be drifting out there, and it uh, it kind of fell through, you know. But oh, okay. That these guys, sense. whoever these are, the new owners, and I mean, it seems like they're they're having no problem getting this thing going. Which is which is great to see because you see a lot of tracks out there kind of stumbling and then eventually it kind of falls off, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is real unfortunate to see, but it, it happens, you know. Insurance, business, whatever. And it mostly I notice it mostly happens like outside of California because those are the only tracks I've been to. But I'm always hearing yeah, about yeah. a track that used to be there yeah. and is no longer. I think there's a couple around here that I know I've heard of. There's like one mm. in Palmdale that used to exist. We have one uh, local to here that's opened up at least six different times and failed just every single, every single time. Jesus. And finally now, I think they're just going to tear it down, and make it an airport. So we're we're stuck to traveling, which I don't mind because I don't like Louisiana anyway. <laughs> All the shade thrown at Louisiana, I don't like it here, except for Nola. Like Nola's got a great facility, love their track. But as far as drifting goes, it's not much here. Oh, uh, that's what I figured, and then. Um... How it's far is that from you? Uh, it's an eight-hour drive to Florida for me, and then four no. hours to NOLA. Oh, yeah. So you got a long drive no matter what. Oh, yeah. And then Texas, uh, if I go to Lone Star, it's probably five hours, depending. If they have a Dallas event, you know, that's three or four hours, Fort Worth. And then you tow, your, you tow to all the events, right? Yeah. What kind of yeah. setup do you have? Uh, I uh, got like a little race car trailer we had bought off of somebody for 600 bucks. It's got like a little tire rack built on it. And then uh, I pull it with a Ford F three fifty with seven three in it. Dude, I paid like two grand for a car hauler with a tire. Well, we on. got a special little deal. Oh, dude, it's heavy. It's not. It's not the best setup. It was for like, I don't know, like a dirt car or some shit. But uh-huh. six hundred bucks, you can't beat that. You know? No, it, it no, worked out well. Holds like eight to ten tires. Dude, that's it's really not bad. Shit. But I wish I had that. Heavy. Thing. It's so heavy. On the last setup that I was pulling with, it was like a a Dodge, you know, the like a twenty twelve Dodge Ram uh-huh. with the five seven. And dude, did it make that truck squat? It was it was scary. Like literally it's almost bottoming out the, the shock. Dude, my mine does that. I really need to get something for the uh the rear <laughs> setup. And then Thomas yeah, even, Thomas saw a picture of it. Mm. And then he even mentioned he's like, Hey man, you need a <laughs> kind of equalize yeah that <laughs> yeah it's, it's we tried good. to back the car up uh, like all the way back as far as we could on the trailer and it's still you know it was just a terrible haul truck but this this 7.3 we got it, it'll carry anything it don't give a damn yeah i need to get one of those fancy uh diesels but 
Those oh, dude, I love diesel. Are this uh, budget, man. This seven three has eight hundred thousand miles on it. Jesus. It, it, oh yeah, like they're 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 notorious for getting high miles out of them. Best best engine Ford ever made for sure. Yeah, I've heard the same things like with the. Uh, like just any diesel in general that you know yeah, high mileage is fine diesel's just like yeah they they don't care they eat it up as long as you maintain it you know keep the maintenance up just like anything really but yeah yeah they're real real common to have high mileage yeah well my little uh my little 4.8 in my truck <laughs> that's been uh taking its life away as long as you got oil in it you'll be fine I, it most days it does <laughs> there you uh, go so uh do you plan on doing like pro am ever, or it's not really? Yes, that de- definitely, okay. definitely. I love the thrill of competition. I just, I want my setup to be there first. You know what I mean? And then me as a driver to be there. I don't want to go in too early and think that I can like beat, you know, win. I, I don't know. I just, I want to make sure that I'm in there how I need to be before I go. Yeah. But this is kind of like the the starting the starting point of it. You know, clutch kickers. I'm really getting a taste of what that is. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I went like straight to competition, like a jack off, and then it's not not working out. There's so. a lot of good drivers out there. You know, you no like shit. You, you you start really getting down. And you're like, man, I'm really fucking good. And then like you start to go to competition, you're like, man, I really suck. Yeah. No, I didn't <laughs> yeah. even get that far. I just went straight into competition. Yeah. Like a dickhead, and uh, it's. I've had everybody has their own process. It's, you know, a, it's like, a very humbling I, experience to realize, yeah. oh, this is a process. <laughs> exactly. Like it, it takes more than just like going out there with the get them, get them like, you know, give them hell attitude. Yeah. Like I signed up for the uh, the Pro 2 shootout in Vegas in October. Yeah. I was like, fuck, man, I hope it gets canceled because <laughs> I don't think I could ask for my money back. But <laughs> we're like my car's not even done yet. I'm not going to be ready. But uh, it pushes you to get it done. No, I mean, my car. Was, I thought it was going to be done by now, and I was going to be yeah. driving it already. And I was like, "Cool, from now to October, it's more than enough time for me to get comfortable in the car." Yeah, yeah, it's still in jack stands. <laughs> <laughs> so I can feel that in a major way. Man. Yeah, that's, I was that. like, it's, "That's all I'm of over us here. at one point." Yeah, I might get like in Let's... a single test day before then, but if it comes yeah. down to it, I'm not. I'm gonna stay yeah, my you, ass home. I'd rather lose the 500. You don't want to go in there and like put it into a wall or anything just because you wanted to be there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make rather, sure. Yeah, exactly. Keep, I'd rather lose the $500 sure the um, entry fee than like the whole uh, car again. Yeah, exactly. A whole build. Yeah, it's that's what I'm scared of. Oh my god, putting it into the wall. But we actually got fortunate enough to pick up a spare car for 1,500 bucks. It just had rod knock, so it, essentially it's like totally straight car oh sweet just, uh, yeah <laughs> shitty engine might like literally s- five minutes before yeah. you called my buddy just picked one up nice he called like, me they're to getting cheaper me. yeah he picked it up they're for like way cheaper two grand running it has a check engine light really yeah oh man uh, i don't i don't have anything else to like uh vary or like you know go against here but this is the first car that I've ever really built and worked on. I love it. I mean, it's so easy. Pull the motor in like 15, 20 minutes by yourself. You know, pull trans even quicker. All, all of it's just super easy to work on. Oh, fun really? Car, oh, no. Terrible, not this car. terrible engine, but uh, <laughs> so I've heard. very, very fun to work on. Yeah, I've had. And just like a, I've had some cars like that. 
tearing down the engine super easy i hate all the silicone material you know i wish i had more gaskets but that's you know oh it's it's mostly like put together with silicone it's all silicone i mean the head gaskets aren't everything else silicone and that's a process you can't just like slap it on top and bolt it down such a process and then having to do it within five minutes, and I'm like, I'm I'm really anal about it. I want torque specs exactly how how it came, you know. Yeah. So you just got to really be quick. So the Permatex, like I use Permatex, so it sets in, you know. But yeah, once you once you get the process down, it's it's not too bad. That's good. Yeah, but when you get like super familiar with the chassis, and I'm pretty sure you've got gotten rid of like a whole bunch of the extra shit that came with it. From, oh yeah, throw it away. Yes. Oh, God. Like all Trash the stupid it. plastic yeah. that's just yeah, in the I way. Yeah, keeping that. Oh God, no. Yeah. I hate it. I, I I tried to work on someone else's FRS, and I'm like, what in the fuck is all this shit in the way? I don't have any of this. <laughs> throw it away. Just throw it away. It didn't need to be there. Yeah. Exactly. In my but, opinion, if you're going to be under your car more than, like, once a week, tear it out of the way. Don't put it back. Yeah, if you're just doing oil changes, <laughs> yeah, keep it. keep it there. Yeah, but if you're, like, really getting down. Yeah, yeah get rid of that sure. shit. No, for sure. Get rid of it. You know, make you something quicker, like, easier to dis- dismantle, whatever. Take apart, disassemble. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of Prime, do you, like, would you ever go to, like, Formula Drift if you got your license? Oh, man, I would love to. I would say, like, you know, a real big dream is to be in the highest level of competition and drifting. Yeah. But that's not the way it has to be for me. I would just love to be in any form uh, or in any drifting, like, lifestyle. Just anywhere yeah. I can go and always be able to drive and drift with and, like, get invited out with all those bigger guys would just be goals for me. You know what I mean? As long as I can maintain that type of lifestyle, I'm happy. Yeah, that's... but if I were to make it into you know, uh, you know pro, you know pro series, I mean that that would be even greater. But I'm happy with less. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. I I definitely agree with that. I've been like, but I would I would love to to go to competition though. Just competing with with people like that, it's just it's it's such a thrill. You, you know that you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, when you're competitive against people like that, it's a thrill. Not, yeah, when you're sho- not when you're showing up and not qualifying. <laughs> it's yeah, a completely that, different feeling. Yeah, yeah it's like oh, oh, shame, yeah. shame, shame. Very, very much shame. <laughs> um, but that's you know that's learning. You learn from it. Yeah. Um, the when's the next round? I think it's in October, right? For a clutch tickets? Yeah, October eleventh uh, and twelfth. So what's the plan? I, I assume you're doing it because I know you want to do the whole season. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Next year, if they if they have another series, which I know they will, I'm definitely gonna pay for all rounds forward if I if I can afford it. We're, you know, we're low budget guys. Yeah, same here. But uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely gonna catch round five, and we're gonna give them fucking hell. We're gonna dial in a little more rear grip, a little more side bite, just get the car planted a little more, get a uh, counterbalance on scales and stuff, just set it up, just optimal for that track. And as far as I can tell from looking back at pictures, like um, checking out just like front, you know, front suspension and stuff and how it's planted and corners, it, it seemed pretty well. Like even after the crash, the, you know, the, the front end is it's planted, you know, at, at uh, angle. Tire's pretty straight, you know. It's getting optimal grip for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not sure if I'll add more boost. Uh, I'm not sure. How Car's much boost? pretty rev happy. How much ten, boost, ten pounds right now. How much can you run? 
Oh, uh, well, Safety. I mean, that depends yeah. who you're asking. Oh. You know. Are you uh, already over the limit? I'd say I'm at where I want to be. Uh, I mean, I'd say I can comfortably probably run 13, 14 okay. pounds. And what is that, but, like uh, another, what, 50 horsepower? Uh, last setup we were running, uh, same setup basically, but we were 10 to 1 compression. Right now we're a uh, factory piston, so it's 12 and a half to 1. Okay. Uh, we were making 330 wheel horsepower at 13 pounds. Oh. So that wasn't that wasn't too bad. And then uh, around like high 400 wheel horsepower at 20-something pounds of boost. Same turbo setup and everything. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it, it, we, we have a little bit more power on the table. Just uh, trying to see what, how reliable we yeah. can keep it. And then... You know, we, we faced that one guy. Like I said, he's he's pretty high horsepower, and he wasn't gapping us completely. I think if we add a little more grip and didn't, you know, rev out the car as much, you know, kind of kept it in its power, you know, where it's just eating through the grip, maintaining, I think uh, the car would feel a lot smoother, a little more linear, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if I want to go up in tire size. Uh, right now we're That's, running. I was just Kenda, about to, I was just going to ask you what tires you're running. <laughs> really? Yeah, uh, it was. Kenda KR20A. Uh, it's a 235. Okay. Might go up to 245. I, everyone says 265. You know the Kenda boys. But uh, they said that's the money shot, right? That the money shot is the that's a, that's a big tire for my setup. You know what I mean? Probably, but so, I'm sure you can make that up much. with with um, fine tuning the suspension. And then yeah, possibly longer true. tire life, so it might yeah it I've might that. save you money in the long run too. But to be honest, like even at this last round, I didn't even go through one set of Kendas. You know, I mean, even the ones I still have in the car look brand new. How many so laps did you track? get? Uh, we know you got four. There's a lot of practice. They do get you a lot of drive time. In. I really? think there was like four sets, so four hours of open practice because each session was an hour. Um, and then you know. I had shit, four runs from competition. So, I mean, I would say at least tw 25 or more laps. That might be a little high. I don't know, 20 to 25, something like that, you know. I mean, they're hard laps, too. But I guess since, you know, I'm not really getting on it constantly hot lapping, that kind of has to do with kind of maintaining tires as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely – uh. At, at this comp, they do give you a pretty good bit of open practice, you know, just to get your car set up and everything like that. What would you say is, like, the biggest thing you learned from your first event at Clutch Kickers? Be prepared. Be prepared. Like, tool-wise, just make sure you have it, you know what I mean? Pry bars, stuff like that, just any and all sockets, all sizes, just quarter, three-eighths, half-inch, whatever. Just be more prepared. And then, uh, you know, my first my first battle, I was really, really nervous. And, you know, it just comes with it, you know, where I'm at. And, like, I'm a small fish in a big pond out there. A uh, little nervous. But after that, and then facing Jonathan Naren, like, I lost all that. I wasn't nervous at all. So I'm really, I'm really feeling confident for this next round, for sure. Did Definitely you, ready to put it on their door. Did you give Naren a run for his money? Oh, for sure, dude. He even had this hashtag on one of his posts on his uh, Instagram account. It said, uh, "Don't sleep on Ryan." Glad I was awake. <laughs> and that, you know, that that made me. That's feel a little good. confidence booster. Lie. Yeah, for real, dude. Like, yeah, 
definitely made me feel like an airhead for a second. But yeah, I'm ready to go give them more, dude. I mean, you know, we're going to set up the car as good as we can with how we can with yeah. the budget we have and the parts we have on the car. We got uh, we have no rear suspension, so uh, PB arm, PBM arms will be here next week, and we'll get the Oh, you were running all in. stock and stuff in the back? Yeah, all stock in the rear. So we got essentially whatever camber it's sitting at with the, with the BC coolovers. And then I have a white line adjustable toe arms. So okay. once we once we dial in that grip a little bit more, I think we'll get we'll get a lot more out of the car, you know. Yeah, that. Well, with your power level, will that 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 may make you change your driving style a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure it'll change more the grip. car drastically. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know, just get some testing in it and just keep playing with it until we find that that nice comfortable medium. Is your car relatively like loose? Like like grip-wise? Yeah, in the rear. It feels pretty good. It's a lot looser with more power for sure. Uh, but it it maintains a, a good constant grip. I don't feel like I have to come off throttle all the time. I can pretty much keep it in. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it's it stays it's pretty happy. It, it gets down for sure. Uh, Kenda definitely helps with that. And then just, you know, playing with tire pressures and stuff like that. Are you on Kenda? Or are you just yeah. running them? Yeah, Kenda's all the time. Uh, not in the front, though. I like a more grippy compound up front with a little more uh, tire pressure. Just to have the grip when I want it, and then it scrubs when I need it, you know? Yeah. I don't... I haven't... I bring, I Last time I ran some tires, I ran some shitty tires up front, so... I feel that. Yeah, I like to keep a really good compound, just in case. It I just, had Achilles up there. They, those are nice. I haven't run Achilles yet, but I've heard good things. I've heard good and bad things, but that's with anything. Kenda, though, I can say, you know, uh, 10 out of 10. Everyone says it. You know, you've probably heard the hype, but even when they're, when they're you know, hot as hell and greasy, they still got consistent grip, which really? I love. Yeah, even when they're like, I've made them chunk. If they tell you you can't make them chunk, that's a lie. Put them on stock rear end FRS and like, it eats them up. But maintains constant grip while they're you know even. while they're getting down. Getting like down. even then, I, but I'm also hot lapping the hell out of them. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm not giving you. them a chance at all. Yeah, I'm just letting them die. But. Yeah, great grip level. I haven't run them up front yet. I've been kind of thinking about it. They're making. They made a, a one eighty treadwear tire that I'd like to try out. Uh, yeah, I noticed that too in the put... size that I run. That's what I was yep, gonna grab. Yep. Grab. I'd like to test them at the next round. It would be nice. Are you running you know, the one the one eighty the one eighty treadwear in the rear or the uh, three hundred? Uh, three hundred. Yeah, three hundred treadwear, and then we got a one eighty up or a two hundred treadwear uh, Hankook RS four up front. Yeah, that's what <coughs> I'm trying to figure out if the two because I I had Ed on here the the um the drift program manager um, yeah. he had mentioned like it's if you listen to the episode it's a little confusing because he talks about like a two fifty five forty yeah uh, but I think it was just two fifty five thirty five that ended up coming out but I'm not sure what um which treadwear came out if it was the 180 or the 300 but i know uh, that they make like a 235 40 18 and a 180 if i'm not mistaken and then they recently come out with a 15 actually so the auto boys will be happy about that some of the 240 guys it's like a 195 i think yeah i think i know what you're talking about yeah like, yeah 
Enough of you asked, so I made it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lombardi Don't Chad let me down. about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, Kenda, great tire. Yeah, I'm really excited to try them out. Uh, hopefully, mm -hmm. this time next month, I'll be able to say I tried them finally. Hell yeah, good luck, man, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. I've, I've been, uh, I worked on it all weekend, so. And I'm just oh, getting it ready for yeah. paint. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh boy, I haven't gotten to that that realm yet with with bodywork and paint. Oh Dude. lord, it's just it sounds like a nightmare. But we do have a buddy for it when it comes time. I just wanted it to to look nice <coughs> for like one picture ever, and then because yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it again. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah, just not one, one time and just try to keep it clean. Yeah, this is the only time I'll ever do it. And like, let's just say this car ever makes it to Pro Two, then I might repaint it. Then. Yeah, but yeah. until then, you know, it can fuck off. I'm never doing this. Again. It's, dude, <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Possible. Yeah, like I'm doing dumb shit that, for no reason, too. I'm really just wasting my time. <laughs> well, you know, the the best way to keep the car all clean and just you know not scuffed up, you just gotta don't suck. <laughs> yeah, you know? for real. That's the, That's uh, the main thing. Just try not to hit stuff. We lost the tail light uh, in the NOLA event. Boy, did it break my heart. I love those tail lights so much. <laughs> it hurts when you hit stuff. Uh, not just your car; it hurts your soul. <clears throat> I think I backed into something and broke a tail light last year, but that was the closest thing I did to breaking anything on my car, other than like my clutch situation. Yeah. Oh man, didn't it? Didn't it fucking rocket out of there? Yeah. A little okay. Bit. Yeah, I remember. I remember something about that. Yeah, that's wild. That sounds scary. <laughs> Uh no it's fine I had the I have the correct yeah. I had the correct bell housing so it was just like a it sounded like a it sounded like I crashed mm -hmm. and then just without I, the crash but without exactly <laughs> and it sounded like a big crash oh man I was we like, get some of that every now and then we're on our fourth transmission every time it oh, blows shit, up dude. oh boy dude it just blows seconds <laughs> just like lightning and just thunder inside the car it's gnarly. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're gonna fourth. It's pretty hellacious. So, oh yeah, dude. Fourth motor, fourth transmission. What? What? I lost count now. And the 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 car's got 110,000 miles on it, I think. Oh shit! Yeah, we beat the hell out of that thing. We you, the hell. And you bought. And you're the original owner, right? Yeah, that's I fucking cool though. That is, yeah, that is exactly. the, like, like one little sentiment. Like, it's like I'm the first one to even fart in my car, dude. That's yeah. my car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never, I never had that opportunity. And then, like, I'll, I'll never sell it. You know, I'll never sell it. It'll always be there, even if it gets freaking torn in half. Okay, cool. I'll build it in a Seto rig, like, out of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, just always keep it. You know, one day it'd be cool to give it to my kid. Knock on wood, I don't want a kid yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I do want. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, it'd be I'd, cool. Um. So last event's October. You saying they're gonna do it again next year? If they do the drifting, I don't know if the pro am's gonna happen for Nola Drift. Uh, but if they do it, are you gonna also compete in that? If I can get the car ready, you know they have a lot of requirements, safety regulations, and stuff like that. If I could do Tell that, me about it. I, I would definitely compete. I just I, I need to set aside budget for for you know um, just some fab work, honestly, like cage and just tube tube front end you don't you're not caged at all right now no no uh thankfully clutch kickers 
actually like has a thing where if you if you hit them up and they know that you can drive and that you're safe enough to be out there with those guys on track without a cage they'll they'll let you out there but you have to have newer model cars it can't be some 40 or a miata with a freaking soft top you know ah uh, okay that makes sense huh. so that really saves my life out there and they actually had a kill switch rule too and uh I actually hit up one of the guys, and the, uh, he gave me a break on it. They kind of cut that rule out of there because, you know, there's there's some guys out there with really serious setups, and then there's some guys out yeah. there with, like, serious suspension. You're essentially a, like a stock car that's just with bolt-on mods. Yeah, yeah, bolt-on, angle and, and boost. Like, okay. nothing too serious, nothing fuel system-wise. Like, I'm still utilizing the, the saddle, you know, tank deal, which sucks. But... <laughs> Yeah, but it's but yeah, it's a little easier to yeah. determine, you know, when someone has bolt-ons as opposed to someone's like, oh, it's yeah, so I don't even know how to up, explain Like you it. can tell the difference, you know. Yeah, and trying to explain and that and to somebody who gotta, knows nothing about cars is really hard. <laughs> yeah, you can look at a car and just tell, like, okay, I need to go over this one just a little bit more than that last one. Yeah, yeah. but also we've <laughs> this stock car, we've had the car catch on fire. Out at uh, NOLA. It was actually a, a recent event. Oh, One of the fuel lines popped off on the cart track, and boy, she just she shot up in flame. Luckily, we had some homies behind us. We all hit it with fire extinguisher and saved it. Fixed it in like 30 minutes and got back on track. Shit, that's my It was wild. Fear. It was insane, dude. I mean, I never in my life thought that that would happen. I'm like, and it was really? just like the failure of a $5 clip. You know what I mean? Like... It happens. It really does. You got to really go over these cars, stock or not. Yeah, just I know. You never know. Especially if you're working on them all the time. That's the main thing. If you don't touch it and it stays alive, okay, cool. Like, you don't have to really worry. But if you're messing with shit all the time, like, just make sure it's safe, you know? And we've learned that lesson. And, and you know, I'm glad we have so that we're just a little bit more cautious. Actually, last year, a fuel issue was, like, the only thing I didn't have. Really? Yeah, and as I have like a super basic setup, I got like a a fuel sock like on a fuel cell. Yeah. So it has like so it doesn't suck the foam in from the the uh, tube. I got mm -hmm. like a Bosch zero four four pump, and that's it. A regulator at the front. Like yeah. It's very very basic. You got some people that are, yeah. like are running the um, I can't even think of the damn name of it right now. Uh, it's that stupid little uh. I wouldn't call it a reservoir. Can't think of the name. It's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> it happens. Brain farts. Nope. I'm Googling it. Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm going to hate myself. You're going to be satisfied when you find it out there. Nope. Uh, race, what is it? Racing fuel system. I can't think of I bet everyone here that's probably listening. <laughs> I'm going to cut this shit out. Like I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, it's a fucking blah blah blah, you piece of shit. Um, like surge tank or something. Yes, that's exactly what I was talking about. Shit, surge tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Okay, <laughs> dude, I'm terrible. Like at radium and stuff. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, some yeah. serious setups out there. Yeah, for and sure. now I, mean, I completely I'd forgot what I was to, saying but... too. Oh yeah, basic <laughs> fuel system. Yeah, I don't even have a surge yeah. tank. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, our setup. Uh, it, it kind of actually we we have issues with that because we got the saddle tank and whatnot and just while drifting it it has fuel starvation you got to keep the tank full at all times or you're going to break up 
It's a, it's a real issue on those cars and the FRSs. Oh shit! And yeah, uh, 350Zs have it too, but they they have a little uh, surge tank they add in or, or something of that nature. Another pump they add into that other housing, which is essentially the same setup as mine. So I feel like that would be possible to do. I just had to figure out throw a little smaller pump or, over there or something to on feed the, to the uh, main pump. I know what you're talking about. To make sure it's always getting fuel, they do that too on this. Too. Yeah. They do that too on this car, but it's heavier. Yeah, because my the tank that it came. And see, with at that is point, like, like if you're if yeah. you're a comp car, you know you, you might as well just go uh, with a rear like a fuel cell. Yeah, you're just getting there. Oh, it will for sure. I, I would like to have it, with, you know. And an LS, you know, they have a well, just I guess it would be anything. I've heard of that Holly uh, Hydro Mat. Is it Holly? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Jan told me about that a couple of years ago, and it just he was trying to get me to go really with cool. that too. Mm-hmm. He I, wanted to put it in my car. I told we just I was couldn't like, figure out a way to do it. I was like, it's it too expensive. Cool, like, it is expensive, but it is pretty cool. You know, you dip any corner of it in, and it'll pick up the fuel. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, I know. I wanted one. I would have gotten it if I could afford it, but I just threw the yeah. fuel stock on there. <laughs> low, so low budget boys. Yeah, I'm poor. <laughs> same, um, same. How did you um? How did you end up getting that deal with Jan? What do you mean? Uh, cause like I rem- the excess he, deal? Yeah, he, when he, I remember one day he uh, he had asked me a few questions about like what do I get like via sponsoring, so we kind of had like a little conversation, and he goes, "Okay, cool, thanks." Yeah. And then he announced well, you as his driver like a couple of days later, and then, he, man, I, I tell you what, he was, he was just as pumped about drifting and me drifting as I was. It yeah. was just he was really supportive, you know, as a, as a friend and a, a sponsor. You know, he just he wanted to get me out there, and he tried as hard as he could. You know, just um, gave me ideas, just bounced ideas off each other and stuff like that, and it just really pushed me to get more and more serious as a driver. You know, and try to steer my way towards competition and just getting a little more serious you know yeah yeah he's uh he was funny um he's a great guy fuck oh, God, so, so fucking uh so hilarious we got a little shirt that they had made uh i remember we went to a cart track one time and he uh he told the guys his name was dixie normus just... that's how i met him on stupid facebook <laughs> i was like dixie normus and then hilarious I... dude. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, I missed the missed the hell out of the dudes. Yeah, he's funny. Um, fuck, I forgot why I brought him up, and I was gonna say something. Ah, I lost my train of thought again. Um, excess source power. Yeah, nope, I lost it. Completely. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, oh yeah, you were like his first like little sponsor because I, I remember after he and I had had that conversation, mm-hmm. uh, he had announced you. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sponsoring a car now. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, like, a couple months later, he had a- he had offered me, like, he's like, hey, can I get you any parts? Just when I started building this thing. Dude, hell yeah. He was excited just to get anybody, like, just getting yeah. people's builds going, you know? It's just awesome. Awesome guy. I'm definitely very grateful the opportunities that he gave me, you know? Couldn't be, couldn't be more grateful for that dude. He's, you know... Great friends, great friends for sure. Definitely. Um, 
what is what other events do you have on the roster besides um the clutch kickers events this besides time? clutch kickers uh we have a mid pond event that we heard about it's uh that's alabama track it's pretty gnarly uh from what we've seen like video wise i think it's august 29th and 30th I'm not uh, sure which part of alabama but yeah the track looks awesome and i've heard it's a great time uh buddy uh what do you mind I know from NOLA, uh, Nick Blakeman, he said that, you know, if you if you go out there, just be prepared to, like, see more mud on your car in places you would have never thought it would be in a lifetime. But it's an absolute blast. So I'm kind of thinking about catching that. And then the EYB, of course, in uh, New Orleans. That's just a fantastic time, dude. Three days of just straight partying, like 28 hours of drive time, all three tracks, all four probably. It's It's gnarly. Um, do you plan any, like when the season's over finally, do you have any like off season build plans? Uh, probably the, the swap, you know, we have the spare car, so we're allowed to drive while playing with another car. And that's, that's perfect to me. So I'm, I'm really steering towards that LS. I'm really thinking about LS. You know, it's, it's seems like the easiest swap in the world. Everybody fucking does it and it's reliable. And if I break something, I you know I can go to Riley's and get it. So we're probably going to aim towards that. I'd like to get like an engine and trans mounted up into a car and just start playing with like wiring and stuff, and then see what we can do from there. You know, start breaking stuff once we get it running. You know, don't throw stuff at it when it's not necessary. Like I'll I'll try to keep you know the 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 rear end until it blows, and then yeah. go. You know, I've heard uh, IS three hundred diffs are actually direct bolt in. And I guess the JZX too would be direct bolt in because they're direct bolt in for the IS. Oh shit! So uh, yeah, and then the axle length, you know, uh, apparently it's it's direct like bolt in kind of deal. So it couldn't work out more perfect until we get more serious and you know when we have a bigger budget, winners quick change and all that would be super cool. And then Samsonas or whatever their their sequential box would be pretty gnarly. But that's future stuff. We're gonna rock it cheap for now. Yeah, you're gonna go from cheap to like a what? A, what are those? Twelve grand for their trends? <laughs> oh my Jeez. god, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I seen one for the FRS one time. It was uh, twenty thousand dollars. I was like, nope. That's how much the car costs, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing? And it's like, there's this is cash. When it breaks, it better pour gold. It better pour gold out of it when it blows to pieces. Yeah, I'd but be okay they with also, that. from yeah. from what I've heard, they they stay together pretty well, you know. So that's always nice. You're you're getting what you pay for. Sure, should hope so at twenty grand. Yeah. Oh yeah, at that <laughs> point, yeah. Um. With that other car that you have, is that kind of going to be like your? You just start building that one completely separately with the LS and stuff, and then possibly swap the parts over later. I'm really, you know, it's up in the air on what the plan is because you know if i ever throw the car or the frs into a wall or if it gets destroyed obviously just swap everything over to that car but if i'm lucky enough and the car survives i'd like to do that have a different car running and driving and, and start setting up as a serious car and then i got my nice little grassroots go have fun tear the fuck out of it car you know yeah and essentially that would be it would be pretty optimal just because, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting down in FRS and, like, I'm super used to the chassis. Hang on, hang on. And then I hang go. 
Is that a Sawzall? Sorry. You got a ghost in your house? No. I have a... Was uh, it a Sawzall? No, it was my air compressor. I'm in the garage, and I completely forgot to <laughs> oh, okay. plug it <laughs> My bad, dude. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> so did I. Oh. Um... <laughs> Having two cars, <laughs> we were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Essentially, like you know, if I'm driving the F4S all the time at like little events, when I hop in the the pro car, if it ever gets a pro car, I'd be pretty comfortable getting in it, you know. Even with the like the higher horsepower or whatever, you know, still essentially same chassis. It would feel com I'd be comfortable. Yeah. Instead of like having a, a 350Z or or whatever as a, a pro car and just swapping chassis and just. You know, I, I wouldn't be as comfortable. I really love the FRS slash BRZ86 or whatever, so I, I'm, I'm kind of sticking to them. I actually have two uh, 350Zs, and I'm just trying to get rid of them. I'm going to sell them. I'm just going to oh, sell really? them. Like, yeah, yeah but I, I like buying cars, and then I don't deal with nothing with them. Like, oh, I really? keep focusing on the FRS, you know. Yeah, I'm, that's kind of hard. Well, I, yeah. But uh, essentially, you know... Uh, 350Zs are getting a little more popular, so that drift tax is about to hit. So maybe I'll make a good investment out of it. You know, I paid maybe a couple hundred bucks for for one of them, and then fifteen hundred for a running one. So you know, some guys are selling them for five thousand. So if I get it cleaned up, you know, that's a pretty good budget for the other car. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to get a seat time car and something like that, but everything's <clears> going up in price. Oh, dude, oh, my God. Yeah, if it can drift, people are going to tax Except it. Except for There's... my hourly wages, so. <laughs> Tell us yeah. go up. It's not Tell happening. Me. Tell me about it, yeah. Um, I actually got a couple questions on Instagram from you. Uh, What's what, up? What do we have? One from Drift. Oh. Oh, questions. I don't even know how to... He has an FRS, it's Drift RS, dr dry. It's it's like a play on words. I don't know. It's actually somebody I grew up with, <laughs> a friend of mine. Uh, he actually asked, uh, "How's the FDF Mantis kit?" It is fantastic. I have nothing to compare it to otherwise, like angle kit wise, but it's awesome. I mean, there's there's so much adjustability, and it's just like the the work the craftsmanship behind the kit and just like the easiness of of playing with the you know the adjustments and whatnot like it's easy to change anything and everything it be it could be done in minutes literally so quick changes on the fly definitely uh quality 10 out of 10 and just performance 10 out of 10 we were having some issues before you know we never run this serious of a suspension setup and we were mm -hmm. having issues with binding but once we cleared that out like car felt great oh really I've, yep. I've yet to drive on a real like an official uh name brand angle kit yeah see this is my first setup name brand like i had cut knuckles before for a while and those you know those were fun it changed the car pretty drastically but this is just insane i mean it's it's so awesome yeah. And then just uh, out at Clutch Kickers, you know, Drift HQ boys, they got that awesome parts van. Uh, and they have, you know, every single piece of just about every angle kit in there. So if something breaks, they they got you covered out there. I mean, it could be anything down to a home joint, you know. Just go walk over to their booth. They'll get you, they'll get you covered. Damn, that's actually kind of nice. We don't have that here. It's fantastic. I mean, they... 
whatever they're doing over there at Clutch Kickers, they're doing it right for what sure. I mean, this this the setup is it's nice. Was it? Wait, um, do you, we was there uh, were there fans there or not fans? What did you, did you go? Uh, spectators? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of spectators out there. Okay, it's a whole party. Yeah. Yeah, it's just they got like, tent set up and all that, like canopies and stuff, and little RVs. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good time. Sounds like I have to go to one of those. Oh, uh, dude, you, if you can make the trip, definitely, definitely worth it. Not this year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a drive for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 all the way across and, the country. And for a car that's barely done. Um, <laughs> We got another question from our our friend in No Bumper. Hey, Yoan. Yeah. Oh wait, how do you pronounce his name? He and I have never met. Maybe. Uh, well, you know, it, I guess it depends who you're asking. It could be Yoan or Yoan. I say Yoan. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to ask him. <laughs> you gotta hear it from him. Yeah. You know? And I, then you'll know. All right. Good. Because I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not even gonna try. Watch, he's probably listening to this right now. He's about to hit the group chat and be like, motherfuckers, yo, on. You're like, I can't hear that. I can only read that. Um, what is it? Uh, ask him if he'll carry the rest of the team mainstream with him. Ooh. When you succeed, are you going to take the boys with you? Hell yeah. Are you going uh, to forget about him and pretend like you never knew Hell him? no, dude. <laughs> if I could, essentially getting the whole group of homies with me is ideal, you know, but everybody's on their own path and it comes how it comes like not everybody can do it at the same time but yeah i want all the homies to be out there tandem in with all the big dogs like that would be that's goals you know for sure but, but you know it's, it's it's harder for some guys to get off work you know stuff like that yeah kinda, which sure. sucks but it is what it is definitely but already man thank you Oh, thank I'm, you, sir. This is awesome. This is actually my first podcast. It went pretty well. This is smooth. Yeah. So, uh, probably not your last. I think I yeah. got some editing to do because uh my stupid air compressor issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, it happens. Yeah. But uh, anyways, thank you for coming on. Uh, best thank of luck you, to sir. you for the rest of the year. Hopefully you... Uh, you you make it past the top thirty two next round at Clutch Kickers. I'd like to make it to top sixteen. That's that's the goal for this that's one. Anything the, above that, I'm stupid happy. Best of luck, sir. All right, I'll keep in touch. You have a good one. All right, buddy. All right, you bye. too. Later.